This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name's Alicia, and Stacy. oh, I'm so excited today. You've got a ripped-from-the-headline story. I do, and not so much for the divorce part, which should be pretty well covered under what is being described as an ironclad prenup, but for the epic fail of the PR strategy employed by one Joe Jonas, lead singer of the Jonas Brothers, when he filed for divorce from his wife of four years, Sophie Turner, who played Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones. It's ugly, and he's being rightly criticized in basically all corners for it. It is a real marital misadventure. It's not great, but do you know what is? What is? This magic mirror right here, where we have some huge thanks and praise to give to our newest patrons over at patreon.com slash trashy divorces, getting ad-free episodes, bonus stories, dumpster dives, nightcap chats, Zoom salons, all the good stuff. We think the world of you. Stacy. Who's in the magic mirror? Thank you so much to Misty S, Joelle M, Alexa S, Trish B. And welcome to the user known as legit best name I think I've seen on Patreon. If you don't have a seat at the table, you're probably on the menu. A quote from the illustrious Elizabeth Warren. Fantastic Patreon name. Even Inman from outside the recording studio thinks so. Hey, Stacy, what do we have to do to get to... Westeros in this game of divorces stories today. <laughs> we have to go, go, go. Seems like 2023 is the year of Jover. You have an update for us. It is the year of Jover, Alicia and friends. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn broke up. Sophia Vergara and Joe, whose last name I can't pronounce, they split up. And now we're absorbing the news that Game of Thrones' Sansa Stark, actress Sophie Turner, and Jonas brother frontman Joe Jonas are heading to divorce court after just four years of marriage. He's 34, she's 27, and they both have the kinds of schedules you would imagine for a rock star and a well-known young actress whose star is certainly on the rise And if their statement that everything was amicable and their very young children, who are three years old and 14 months old, deserve all the privacy in the world had been it, the public at large would have shrugged and moved on, particularly when it became clear that the couple had an ironclad prenup in place. Literally nothing to see here, folks. Go home. Move along. But it appears that some people in Joe's camp, it may never be known whether he exactly intended for this to happen, have decided that it's worth the effort to smear Sophie in the press a little bit, even though there's literally nothing to be gained from it. Ironclad. Prenup. I really want to make it on Trashy Divorces, gang. Right? (laughs) Well done, Joe's people. Mission accomplished. Welcome to Trashy Divorces. Whether various reports, which we will get into shortly, originated with Joe's PR team or his most recent hire... 
West Palm Beach divorce lawyer and Tiger Woods divorce alum and Giselle Bundchen oh divorce my. alum. It's a guy named Tom Sasser. People on Joe's side have been lodging all sorts of innuendo with tabloid reporters, while Sophie has, so far at least, remained fastidiously tight-lipped on the matter. Nothing. I mean, there is a joint statement, which we will get to. Other than that, radio silence. Yeah, she has not been punching back. In a nice change of pace, it seems like the prevailing view online and in the media is that Joe's people need to shut up. (laughs) I do think there's reason to believe that he is getting a handle on his people, but hey, by the time this episode drops, reality could show I'm wrong on that. It is early days for these two former lovebirds. So let's meet the couple and then get into what's up with all that. Fantastic. Let's do this. Joseph Adam Jonas was born August 15th. Hey, Leo. Yeah, Leo, man. That tells me something just right there. Oh, yeah. 1989 in Casa Grande, Arizona. His father was an Assemblies of God minister. Uh, His dad would later stop being a minister, but... Dad had strong musical inclinations. His mother was a sign language teacher and singer, which I think makes her very well-rounded. It's a lot of talent in that Jonas family. Big into music. Joe initially had just an older brother, Kevin, and there would later be uh, Nick and Frankie would come along over the next several years. So there, there will be four Jonas Brothers. Four Jonas Brothers. Give me the order again. Kevin is the oldest. Okay. Joe is the youngest. Nick is younger than Joe. And those are the three Jonas Brothers of the band. Kevin, Joe, Nick. Yes. Are the Jonas Brothers. And then there's Frankie. Fans know him as the bonus Jonas. Kevin, Joe, Nick, Frankie, the bonus Jonas. Okay, got it. In 1996, their dad was offered a minister position in Wyckoff, New Jersey, a suburb of New York City. And I don't know if it was at this point or by this point, Nick, baby Nick, who was around three he became obsessed with becoming a Broadway star. So it seems like baby brother Nick was the driving force for his siblings' early experiences of showbiz. He would organize plays in the basement. He would make tickets out of construction paper and sell them. And he and his brothers and their friends would sing show tunes or songs by bands like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, you know, like little like little kid thing. You know, I'm just imagining five-year-old. Anyway... As all things do, it began innocently enough. One day, their mother, Denise, had a hair appointment, and childcare being what it is, she brought six-year-old Nick along with her to the salon. Like any good six-year-old, Nick was entertaining himself while he waited, singing songs to himself, probably in whatever passed for the lobby, whatever. And another customer came up to Denise and said, that boy has real talent. And then she revealed, my son is an actor. Can I put you in touch with my son's agent? Well, why not? And hey, while we're dreaming, let's dream really big. So Denise brings all three of her sons to the meeting with the agent, Kevin, Joe, and Nick. Frankie, the bonus Jonas, was not born yet. And the agent promptly signed all three. So this is Nick's dream mm-hmm. to be famous on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And somehow his older brothers is like Cobro. They just get wrapped up into it. Yeah. Okay. Seems that way. The older two sons were soon appearing in TV commercials, and Nick indeed made his Broadway debut in a revival of Annie Get Your Gun. Unbelievable. Soon, Kevin, homesick from school one day, taught himself how to play guitar. Oh, sure. Like you do. Apparently he had a knack for it. 
And Joe ended up cast in Baz Luhrmann's production of La Boheme. <laughs> You're kidding. I am not kidding. Wow. Everything was coming up Jonas. <laughs> When he was about 11, the ever-precocious baby brother Nick went and got himself a recording contract. Well, Kevin and Joe are going to have to compete with that. Absolutely. They were signed soon after. The head of the label, this was Columbia, sat them down and suggested that they work together as a band named TBD. Some of the early versions I saw were the Sons of Jonas, which I think would suggest that their father's first name was Jonas, but I don't know. <laughs> also, J3. Oh, no, not good. Certainly after J6, I'm sure they're happy they didn't go with it. So apparently it was Joe who walked out on stage at their first performance, announced the group as the Jonas Brothers, and that was that. At Columbia Records, they released their debut album, It's About Time, in August of 06. And despite, you know, what they thought was a really strong effort, the album received only modest commercial success. It was not the hit that they had been hoping for. They felt very let down by the label's kind of lackadaisical marketing efforts. We're hoping to find a new home, which they did. In early 2007, they signed with Hollywood Records, which is a Disney company oh, imprint. Oh, and it begins. And it begins. This paved the way for their second album, self-titled Jonas Brothers. <laughs> okay. This was released in August of 07. The album featured hits like SOS and Hold On. Marked a breakthrough into mainstream musical success. They had catchy melodies, relatable lyrics, and of course, these three cute boys, right? The Jonas Brothers resonated particularly with teenagers and particularly with teenage girls. And this is how they were pulled into the Disney universe, where a little show called Hannah Montana had an episode where the titular character, played by Miley Cyrus, goes to see her favorite band play. And that band? <gasps> the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah, that was the Jonas Brothers. Oh, it all comes together in these trashy spider webs. Soon they were recording music and making videos for Disney, as well as starring in Disney original features like Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Disney sponsored their 08 Burning Up tour, where Taylor Swift opened some dates and Joe and Tay-Tay, fairly famously, would date for two or three months. Not very long. A relationship that ended in a 27-second phone call. We are never, ever getting back together. Like, this is exhausting. Without ever naming Taylor mm -hmm. Swift, he has said that the reason the phone call was 27 seconds long is because the person on the other end of the line hung up on him when he expressed feelings the person on the other end of the line did not want to hear. May I take just a quick detour? Point of personal privilege. Joe Jonas, Leo. Taylor Swift, Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. Her fire burns so much deeper than his does. Once she heard enough, I mean, because it really was. Like, this is literally exhausting. We are never getting back together because he'd been playing her on the hook. And I think probably, yeah, you hang up. Joe Jonas. I mean, they were 18 and 19 years old at the time, so... Certainly. Yeah, so... But thanks for the great breakup song, Taylor Swift. Hmm. Hats off to you. There was stylistic stuff about the Jonas Brothers that fit particularly well into the Disneyverse. Their father, again, had been a pastor, and the family was very active as churchgoers, the boys sang in the church choir. Here's how Newsweek described the trio as they were first breaking out in 2008. The Jonas Brothers are so pure, they could be carved from a bar of ivory soap. Oh, no. 
all three of them, Kevin 20, Joe 18, and Nick 15, wear a purity ring on their left-hand ring finger, pledging to remain virgins until marriage. Perfect. Here's a quote from Joe. People are like, no way, that's impossible. Our parents asked if we wanted to, and we were like, yeah, so it's awesome. That's just how they roll in the Jonas family, Newsweek continues. Their dad, Kevin, is an ordained minister who met their mother, Denise, clearly the party responsible for their son's soulful espresso bean eyes in a church singing group. The piece continues, You may not have heard of the Jonas Brothers, but your teenage daughter and her friends would push Miley Cyrus onto the tracks to get a concert <laughs> ticket. Not that there are many of those to go around. Dates for the Jonas Tour have been selling out in minutes. Some cities have booked two shows on the same day, which is a good thing since the boys have a hefty touring contract from promoter Live Nation in their jeans pockets. Anyway, big success once they infiltrated the sure. Disney World or the Disney tractor beam pulled them in. Sorry, I've been watching some of the Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus. So, Pew, 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 pew. In 2013, when Joe was 24, he would explain about all the purity ring stuff and how weird it got for the three brothers. In Vulture, he would say, I remember this interview where this guy whose entire agenda was to focus on the rings. He kept pushing the subject. And when we insisted that we didn't want to talk about it, he told us, I can write whatever I want, which terrified us. That's the thing. We didn't know any better. We just wanted to make people happy. Now I know that I don't have to answer any questions I don't want to. Like, why do you even care about my 15-year-old brother's sex life? I mean, it's a fair point. He continues. But back then, we explained that we had made these promises to ourselves when we were younger. A few months later, it comes out that we're in some cult and we're these little staged Mickey Mouse kids. People were coming up to us saying, Thank you so much. I'm waiting because you guys are too. And we just thought, no, that's not what we're about. Wow. They were not trying to be moral role models. They were just kids having fun being musicians. I'm a little hesitant to go into a Joe Jonas dating history thing because he says that while he was dating as a teenager, for instance, Taylor Swift, he didn't lose his virginity until he was 20. So some of these things seem to have been like age appropriately... I mean, I don't know if chaste is the right word, because I assume there was a lot of heavy making out and stuff, but... Sure, he's been Mr. Perfectly Fine forever and always. First up, Joe Jonas dating history when he was 19 and Taylor Swift was 18. Following her tour dates with the Jonas Brothers, they dated for about three months. And then, as noted, it ended in a 27-second phone call whose contents are slightly disputed by the I would have hung up on his butt, too. I believe they are friendly today. Oh, she sent a baby blanket when Sophie Turner delivered. That's lovely. Yeah, he really is Mr. Perfectly Fine. And she's very generous. And she's very kind. Open-hearted. She keeps her side of the street clean. After that, Joe dated Camilla Bell for a year or so. Oh, yeah. Then was spotted with Demi Lovato for a bit in 2010. Later that year, he dated Twilight actress Ashley Green, to whom he apparently lost his virginity. In 2015, he and model Gigi Hadid spent some time together for about five months. But it was in 2016 that he would meet the second half of our tale today, English actress Sophie Turner. This is a great spot for a break. So we're going to go listen to some sponsor messages. And when we come back, we will meet Sophie. See you on the flip. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So let us travel across the pond to meet our fair maiden bride. Absolutely. Sophie Belinda Turner joined us on February 21st, 1996 in the town of Northampton, England. Do you want to let you know, I did a little bit of research on this. Her zodiac sign is Pisces. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you look at her natal chart and Joe Jonas's natal chart, holy cats. You showed me these and they seem off balance for each other. Whoa, baby. Like just off by a few degrees. They I'm just... not saying the stars rule anything, but I do think there is some validity into looking at how your charts might conjunct. And I have to say, I'm not surprised that these two were working out the way they did, but please continue. Sophie had two older brothers, and when she was two years old, her working-class family relocated to a small village in Warwickshire, where the kids grew up in a pretty pastoral setting, it sounds like. She was involved in a local children's theater group from the time she was three years old. Wait a minute, so she's like the Nick Jonas. She's she Nick wants Jonas. to... Okay, got it. She, she's... Did she marry the wrong brother? Maybe. Clearly, the getting involved in drama at the age of three paid off. When she was just 13 years old, her drama teacher encouraged her to audition for this new show HBO was making called Game of Thrones. According to a 2022 LUK profile, quote, she would travel to Belfast every June for six months to film her scenes, at first with her mother as a chaperone, and then after she turned 16 alone. The rest of the year, she'd go to school as normal. She says, I never really felt like I was doing anything different. People would be going away on really long holidays over the summer, and I'd go to Belfast to work. She began filming at the age of 14, and she landed on the world's television screens in the George R.R. Martin adaptation at the age of 15. That's a big deal. Mm -hmm. From that L piece, with GOT, Game of Thrones, came recognition. Turner now remembers the first time she realized she was famous. She was still living at home with her parents, Quote, I was 18 and would visit my friends at university. People would come knock on my friend's door, and it was weird. I had to be a little more private from then on. She left home that same year to move in with friends in North London, but she received a lot more attention there than back in Warwickshire. Once I moved, the privacy just kind of faded away, she says. During that time, 2016, she met Jonas. This is still from the L piece. The pair married the same year GOT came to an end. It was symbolic. She says, quote, I'm quite glad I had that next thing to move on to. If I hadn't found Joe, I think I would have felt quite lost after Game of Thrones. And I did feel quite lost after it finished, but it forced me into this new chapter, which was really exciting and something for me to focus on. It was the perfect thing to move on to. That's some real telling language. It forced me. 
Like, I know what she's saying is expressing something, but there are a few choices of words in there that are interesting. It is really interesting, yeah. Having had this immense life-changing thing happen to her at a very young age. I'm so glad I was forced into marrying Joe Jonas after this. Well, like, I, I think she surely was looking for another big life-changing thing to happen when that concluded, right? Sometimes you just want to go to Cabo, take a little break. As far as I can tell, she had really only had one serious relationship prior to this to musician James McVeigh, but they apparently split amicably in 2014 after not too long together. There were also rumors that she had dated a couple of her co-stars and projects in 2014 and 2015, but even if true, it doesn't seem that those were significant relationships. Joe was her first big love. I think so. Wow. And, you know, okay. she was still a teenager at the time. Their first interaction was on Instagram in 2016 when Joe was going to be touring in the UK. She had followed him on the site for a while, but was super surprised when he slid into her DMs. And yes, she agreed to meet him in person, but she made sure to bring along her boys in case he was either terrible or worse, was a catfish. Who were her boys? She told Elle in a different interview, I expected him to show up with security and everything. I thought he would be such a dick. I took all my guy friends with me to meet him <laughs> because in the back of my mind, I was worried he could be a catfish or I don't know what. I just wanted my guy friends with me. I had my rugby boys. Perfect. I was safe. Love it. Indeed she was. The story continues. The best thing was he didn't bring security. He brought a friend and they drank just as hard as the rest of us. I remember us two spending only a couple of minutes on the dance floor, and then we found a space in the far corner and we just talked. We talked for hours and hours and hours, and I wasn't bored. It wasn't contrived. It wasn't small talk. It was just so easy. Soon, we were inseparable. Dun, dun, dun. And then I went on tour with him. Oh, no, baby no, girl. Sophie, don't baby go girl. on the rock and roll tour. But she did. There are so many life lessons here within our Trashy Divorces podcast. They were engaged in October of 2017 and had a surprise wedding in Las Vegas on May the 1st of 2019 following the Billboard Music Awards. DJ Diplo documented all of this as an Instagram story. Various others who had also been at the awards ceremony tagged along for the wedding. She has said that she was holding out for Cardi B to walk her down the aisle, but it didn't happen anyway. They had a more formal adieu, including family and their close friends in France a couple of months later. Maisie Williams, who played Arya Stark, was uh, her maid of honor. Yes, They welcomed their first child in July of 2020, when Sophie was just 24, and the next in 2022, when Sophie was just 26. I realize that that is when a lot of people are having babies, but it seems so young. That's a lot, though. Major show, huge project. First love, marriage, two babies, all within four years? That's, I mean, that's a lot. Seems about right, yeah. We avoid naming celebrities' kids in this show, but I do want to point out that while their first daughter's name is known to the public, their second daughter, who again is 14 months old now, we don't know her name. They've kept that private. It's super great. I, Same with Ryan and Blake. We don't know their fourth child. Yeah. I really I appreciate that privacy factor. love that level of care when it comes to protecting kids who, I mean, they're not going to grow up in a normal way anyway, but there's no reason that the public needs to be involved in their business at all. So big props to both parents 
who themselves were essentially child stars at the beginnings of their careers for making that choice. During the marriage, they seemed to settle into a modern version of celebrity domestic bliss, posting on social media together. There's a 2020, I think it's a TikTok video, where both of them acknowledge that Sophie was the homebody in the relationship, and they would make the sort of media appearances that you would expect. In a 2020 interview for Conan O'Brien's Lockdown YouTube show, Conan at Home, for instance, Sophie said, I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody. If I could stay at home all day, I would. So this, the lockdown, is great for me. I leave my house like once a day anyway to walk my dogs and then that's it. So Conan asked about how Joe was dealing with COVID quarantine. And Sophie said, Joe and I, everything seems to be working out in my favor here because Joe is a real social butterfly and I struggle to lock him down and just spend time with me. It's like a prison for him, but it's great for me. Well, that's it. Leo Pisces, right? She also revealed that Joe, during quarantine, was routinely wearing jeans as a day-to-day matter, or what we then called hard pants. Sure, no, hard pants are terrible. I hate hard pants. Soft pants thing. And she, of course, was in sweatpants and said she'd been in sweatpants for... I moved into soft pants in 2020, and I haven't gone back to hard pants since. Yeah, it was a transition. She said that she had seen a meme effectively asking, what does it say about you as a person if you're wearing jeans at home when no one can see you? And she kind of mutters in this interview, like, are you a psychopath? <laughs> Which you're really yoga pants, she's man. talking about her husband there. Okay. In that 2022 <laughs> LUK piece. A lot of shaded language here. She noted about her acting career, quote, it's difficult because I'm someone who doesn't like change. I like consistency. And with the job I have, it's not attainable. So I move everything, my daughter, my entire house. There's no more staying in hotel rooms. We get a house and commit to it. I couldn't not go home to my daughter at the end of the day. Joe's job is bouncing around from city to city every night. I have a longer amount of time in one place. So it makes sense for me to have her, their daughter, with me. It all paints a bit of a portrait of Sophie as very into quiet time with the family. She well, c- when you grow up and work, sure. Come on. Well, and Pastoral little village. Absolutely. She continues in that L piece. I miss England so much. Yeah. The people, the attitude, everything. I'm slowly dragging my husband back. I really love living in America, but for my mental health, I have to be around my friends and my family. And also for my daughter, I would love her to get the education and school life that I was so lucky to have. England would ideally be the final destination, but... Joe might take quite a bit of convincing. My parents' house is the epitome of the English countryside. Horses, sheep, cows. It sounds like your idea of bliss. Indeed it does. Uh, This is where we're going to take one last sponsor break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this newly announced divorce and the way that Joe's apparent effort to spin a narrative has backfired on him spectacularly. It really is Jover. Back in a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Okay, Stacy, shake it all down for me. Well, TMZ had it first, of course. On September 3rd, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner headed for divorce. And the story notes that Joe's wedding band has been on and off lately. More importantly, sources told TMZ that Joe had been in touch with two L.A. area divorce lawyers and was preparing to file. The piece continues. We're told over the last three months, Joe has been caring for their two young children pretty much all of the time. That's a quote. Even as his band was touring, we're told Joe currently has both kids as the group plays around the U.S. So I'm a little confused by that, because if Sophie is moving her home and child because she can't imagine not coming home to her child at the end of the day, how does Joe have the kids when Sophie is permanently set somewhere And he's out traveling around. Sophie has been working in England. And the Jonas Brothers tour, which again, these are the kids' uncles. And I think their grandparents travel with the band. Like, I I think they probably just agreed, like, yes, let's let the kids have this experience. Familial unit. Yeah. There'll always be somebody around. You know, Joe has nannies too. Come on. uh, Absolutely. And And the excitement of big stadium shows. Again, they're three and 14 months. So the older will be starting school soon, like in a couple of years. And right. I don't know this. Don't know. I don't have that information, but it seems like something that may have been agreed to. I'll be working in Europe for a few months. You can take the kids. They can hang out with grandma, granddad, uncles. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's fair. See what daddy does for a living. Anyway. This was like a tiny comment that certainly seemed to say a lot. On the 5th of September, TMZ reported that he had filed for divorce in Miami, repped by Tom Sasser, who again handled similar matters for Tiger Woods and in Giselle Bündchen's recent split from Tom Brady. While the couple has a prenup that Joe wanted to see enforced under Florida law, prenups can't address child custody and child support. So the petition asked the judge to work all of that out But this article included another anonymous source saying that since Joe has been taking care of the kids for the last three months, he was likely to ask for significantly more than 50% physical custody. Mm. And the piece had another anonymously sourced dig, quote, She likes to party. He likes to stay at home. They have very different lifestyles. So different that it's the exact opposite of what they both claimed during the course of their marriage. I was about to say, wait a minute, she likes to stay at home and he's a social butterfly. So when did they Freaky Friday swap personalities? Mm. So yeah, I, I wrote all one word. Oh, really? The homebody who wrote out quarantine in soft pants who pines for stability (laughs) and moves into a house when she's away filming so she can come home to her kids every night. She's the big partier. It is an unusual take. Next up, we were told by, quote, multiple sources who have direct contact with Joe, unquote, that the final straw in the whole sorry saga was that Joe had caught Sophie doing or saying something incriminating on ring camera footage at one of their homes somewhere. 
This was not elaborated on. It's never been clarified what that may have been or whether it was true. Meanwhile, while all of this, you know, bile is being pumped into TMZ and related tabloidy sites, Sophie and Joe released a, quote, statement from the two of us. Sophie's is on Instagram. His maybe too. They closed comments on both of these. Anyway, it reads, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm going to struggle through this. After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. And this is, as of the time of this recording, the only statement that appears to have come from or had input from Sophie or her publicity team radio silence otherwise there is a lot in that packaging of words because i don't think after four years of happy marriage oh after four wonderful wonderful years of marriage i'm out of here this is just too much fun for me read that to me again speculative what there are many speculative narratives Uh. as to why but truly this is a united decision and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children okay How did everybody do it respecting their privacy? The Daily Mail in the UK even tracked down the bar manager where the production that Sophie has been working on had a rap party shortly before Joe filed. Page six blasted headlines like, Sophie Turner spotted downing shots at bar days before Joe Jonas filed for divorce. And Sophie Turner looked happy and relaxed in days before Joe Jonas divorced, says bar manager. Good for her. I hope you're happy and relaxed, because if you don't want to be married, don't be married. Okay, I do want to note, since this show, Trashy Divorces, is basically about not respecting the privacy of people who are in a divorce, (laughs) I do apologize. But second, let's take a moment to talk about how the internet lost its ever-loving mind over what sure looked like Joe going way out of his way to publicly suggest that his soon-to-be ex-wife was a bad mom who had ditched their young kids on him while he's touring, no less. He works, too, to run off to London on a drinking binge. That's pretty much what the PR scuttlebutt was about, Joe. Yeah. The cast of The View discussed the pretty obvious misogyny in play here. Is Joe supposed to get a gold star for parenting his own children while their mother also works? Writer Raven Smith in Vogue praised the Internet's rejection of Joe's efforts, noting, quote, It's an interesting strategy to lightly tinker on keys of absent motherhood, broadly painting Turner's alleged over-partying as a hindrance to fully serving the domestic needs of her family. From an outsider's point of view, Team Jonas is throwing a careless mother narrative at proceedings and seeing if it sticks, sowing seeds of his wife being a less-than-gold-star parent. Nobody is saying out loud she's subpar. It's just heavily, heavily insinuated that her liking to go out clashes with his homebody status. It's very, read between the lines, please. She is not mothering at an acceptable standard. Yeah, Mr. Perfectly Fine, the narrative sure did change, didn't they, Joe? Oh, the pushback has been fierce. There are TikTokers who decode PR speak, and they went to town on the various anonymously cited sources. Others fumed when Joe was caught by tabloid photographers having a meal with his daughters at a restaurant, calling it a uh, pap walk or a planted. In other words, a staged moment for the paparazzi to capture a 
candid. A pap walk. A, Interesting. A pop walk, I, I guess. I, I never know how celebrities actually refer to those people. In fact, the pushback has been so fierce that it was just days before Joe, seemingly addressing the divorce, told an audience at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, if you don't hear it from these lips, don't believe it, okay? A lot of people heard this as, don't trust anything Sophie says, but Sophie hasn't said anything. Said anything. Aside from their joint statement, Sophie hasn't said a word to the press, nor have anonymous sources close to Sophie been out there talking about how she's too tall for Joe Jonas. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think what was really happening there was Joe realizing what he had done was trying to distance himself from the stories that his own people, public relations, legal, or perhaps even family members, had been planting in the tabloids. That seems to track. Sort of telling his audience, that anonymous crap you read on the internet, that surely didn't come from me. Or my people. Only listen to me. What's interesting also is that People Magazine, which is sometimes vergy on tabloid, but is kind of a more respectable outlet, had articles like, Joe Jonas hopes to cooperatively parent with Sophie Turner, right? Like it was, it was very like anonymous sources tell us. So it it was almost like a two-pronged approach, like... For the respectable outlets, we're going to present a respectable face. And to the tabloids, we're going to go after Sophie. It really was a dichotomy of trash. Yeah, yeah, it was not great. Sophie has been spotted back at work in Spain now, where she is continuing. It's an ITVX drama called Joan, in which she plays a real-life 1980s jewel thief known as the Godmother in London's criminal underworld. That sounds fantastic. Yes, they're... Apparently, like the internet tells me, there's a little bit of awards buzz about the project already, which is great. But it'll likely be even better for her if her dingbat ex can get his publicity machine under control and deal with the end of their marriage like an adult and like a father. So far, his PR blitz seems to be over, perhaps because the nasty accusations emanating from his camp weren't met with return fire from his ex. Just silence. She did not punch back. And this triggered the disdain of ordinary people everywhere. Well, like, that's the thing with Pisces. You can't ruffle a Pisces. They've seen it all. They've done it all. They're not going to be as volatile and as emotive. They're at the very end of the Zodiac cycle. You right. can't rile me up. It, it's just unusual, though, to watch a celebrity give himself a black eye. It is and a real self-own, isn't that it? That is what we have seen over the last 10 days or so. So that is where we currently stand in the hopefully short-lived saga of the PR machinations of the divorce of Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Is it too soon to determine trash cans? Are we going to go ahead and at least put a trash can count on for right now? I have an answer for you. For Sophie Turner, I am awarding halos. Awesome. For being a classy person who did not punch back, even though he certainly deserved some. You gotta love those Warwickshire girls. For Joe Jonas, I award him substantially more than 50% trash cans. (laughs) You trashy, trashy person slagging on your children's mother in the press. That's gross. It's not a good look. Like, I don't know what triggered the breakup. They sold a home, like a $15 million mansion. A number of months ago, right? Yeah, Maybe, maybe August. I mean, it was recent, but this clearly has been sort in of the works. in the works for a bit. So it is odd that he 
I don't know, just that fierce lashing out in the press was a very strange thing for something that looks like was probably happening for a while. Unwarranted. Not needed. Yeah. So, hey, friends, if you are a celebrity and things go south in your marriage, don't tell TMZ what a dirtbag your spouse is. It's just a bad look. I mean, it is a handy tip. I mean, your spouse may be a dirtbag. Don't get me wrong, but like, don't. Just don't do it. Be careful what you say or you may wind up on the Coconut Telegraph of Trashy Divorces. With a big black eye. Well done. Stacy. thank you for that. All y'all, thanks so much for tuning in today to this tale of marital misadventure. We will keep our eye on this one. Don't forget, if you're looking for a little bit more trash candy in your life, patreon.com slash trashy divorces is the place to go for early and ad-free ups, dumpster dives, and bonus episodes too. If you're looking to fill in a little bit of fun in the rest of the week and you're listening and like what we do here, you can check us out at Trashy Royals on the podcast player that you use. We drop every Thursday over there, and Mm -hmm. we are about to get into Queen Victoria's Trashy Kids. Holy cats. And you have your Dominic Dunn fan cast? I do. Right now in Dunn and Dunn, that drops on Monday for you. That's D-O-N-E and D-U-N-N-E. We are in the middle of our heiress tour. Yes, you are. Holy cats, we're having a lot of fun over there. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you supporting us and what we do here. We want y'all to have the very best of weeks. And until we meet again, friends, I hope that you will keep your hands clean. I hope you'll keep your hearts trashy. Maybe keep a little bit more mom about, you know. Sure. Sure. Trashy heart, quiet mouth. (laughs) Big love, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all. <laughs>